Welcome to the We Not Meet Podcast, episode one. I guess we're not doing an intro. You said you already got one covered, right? Of course. We'll do that on the side, but welcome listeners. All right. This is Drew. That's Jay. We just wanted to over go over the weeks prior uh, that led us to this point of the Rams. What are we? We're 12 and, th- 12 and 2? 12 and 3. 12 and 3 as of right now, trying to go to 13 and 3. I don't know the last time we we finished like that. This is the first time we've done that since um, 2001. Yeah, since the Mike Marks era, since the beginning of the Mike Marks era, basically. I mean, the the first year of Marks was 2000 and 2001. We had a great season, and then, well, a whole lot of nothing in the middle. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much uh, 14 years of suck. A whole lot of suck. So last week was the Cardinal game. <clears throat> We were talking a little earlier off off the mic about it, about C.J. Anderson just coming off the streets and just pounding them in a submission, man. Um, that run game, isn't it almost ironic that it takes Gurley getting injured to put up another 100-yard rusher? No, not only Gurley getting injured. Gurley getting injured, Malcolm Brown getting injured, and then Justin Davis tearing his shoulder up. Um, both Brown and Davis, I don't think they have the same shoulder injury, but uh, Brown has the same shoulder injury that Robert Woods had last year. And that's pretty much just taking him out for two months. So and they're going to put him inside and uh, put him on IR and save him for next year. But honestly, in my opinion, if, he, if Davis didn't get injured, we don't even go grab uh, C.J. Anderson. So, I mean – Luck of the draw or blessing of disguise for both people. It's a win-win. Yeah, CJ, no. gets, CJ gets to be on the uh, playoff <laughs> team. I mean, same hopefully, thing for Fowler. Hopefully the Super Bowl team. Oh, of and, course. And the good thing about CJ Anderson, too, because he's got the one thing that they don't have, uh, Kelly and Davis, is, is the pass protection. Now, it was a little iffy at first. <laughs> uh, the, the fumble we had the, when Goff fumbled the ball on was that our, our first drive, our second drive. Uh, C.J. Anderson had a blown assignment, but after that, he was all good on the passing game um, as far as, as pass blocking. Yeah, somebody got in his ear and told him to clean that up. Yeah, you know, McVay went in there and told him, hey, dog, no more. No more. We'll put your ass on the streets real quick. <laughs> yeah, no mas. Yeah, so it was, it was revitalizing just seeing the way our running game came back, and then all of a sudden – you know, we didn't need much from Goff. He only had 24 attempts, only 216 and a tutty. But he didn't need to really do anything. It was like just pound that rock and just hit him in the soft zones and let's go home. Let's get that W. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that helps when you're burning the, burning the heck out of the clock with C.J. Anderson going off for over 160. What did he finish with? 163? 167 in the touchdown, touchdown. and only on 20 carries. You would think that's like a 25-28 carry game. Yeah, normally. And then, you know, right now I got on next-gen stats. I'm looking at just last year's uh, um, stats on week 16. What we did, you know, last year against the Titans, Goff went 22 of 38 for 301 yards and four touchdowns. So it was nice seeing us – Really pound the rock. You know, Gurley got 22 carries last year for 118 yards. But, you know, he did all his damage in the receiving game last yeah. year against the Titans. Especially with that uh, um, 
with that screen, screen pass that actually got set up because <laughs> Malcolm Brown went the wrong way and got golf blasted and he fumbled and the ball went into the end zone and got scooped up. And you're like, all right, well, what do we do after that? Well, let's do a screen. They probably want to go after Goff. <laughs> and the whole offense or the whole defensive line just comes flying at Goff and Gurley's roaming through the middle of the field at like what did they clock it in at? Twenty two? I think twenty two or twenty miles an hour. <laughs> twenty one miles an hour. It was something crazy. And you know, looking at the receiving, it's nice, you know, this game, man, it's the Cardinals, we get it. But it was nice seeing Gerald Everett. He, you know, he only got five catches for 28 yards, but it seemed like we were throwing him a lot. He's definitely being inserted into the game plan. It's it's nice seeing that because last year we were looking around saying, where's he at? <laughs> when did uh, Mike Glennon come into the game? Third quarter? No, no, maybe it was fine. Well, he came in for a minute because we injured Rosen, right? And then yeah, because I, do, I don't remember what play it was. But he was holding his arm. I think that was Aaron Donald's first sack. I think it was his second sack when he kind of threw him to the ground. Okay, because I do remember. I do remember he was holding his arm, and I'm like, um, "Y'all might want to pull this dude before he gets injured, and then your whole investment is gone." Yeah, and you know it's funny because that seems like it's almost the um, the thing to do now. You take a quarterback in the first round. They looked like crap their first season. You hire an offensive genius, <laughs> results. I mean, we did it with Goff and Nagy over in um, yeah, it's Chicago. Yeah, a Cat league, but honestly, how many people ran the wild card? Or not the wild card, the wildcat. <laughs> how yeah. many people actually tried it? It was like, all right, maybe it'll catch people off guard. We haven't seen the wildcat in years. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to. More than likely, we might end up seeing uh, McVay's 11, um, 11 personnel pop up a lot from other passing teams that have at least uh, three wide receivers and a good yeah. running back. But um, how long do you think it would take until we start seeing the RPO? Like, it, it, it's really stupid how, how is it, it's explained. The RPO is with Nick Foles, but it turns into a triple option with Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. It's but only an RPO. I understand it. Lamar Jackson, it's a triple option. Cam Newton, it's a triple option. You do it with Eli Manning or Goff or even um, Tom Brady or Nick Foles, it's considered an RPO. So if you're a statue, they'll just call it the run-pass option. <laughs> but if you can run, triple option. He could take off on you. Well, we've seen Goff put a little bit of Michael Vick in his game a little bit, so maybe maybe we do got a triple option going. <laughs> to a certain degree. I mean, what does he have? Three rushing touchdowns this year? Dang, is it three? I only rem- I only remember two. They're both against the Cardinals. Well, what was the, the first year, one right? the first one he did, um no, that was uh that was last year. That was last year he did that because I remember him running it in and tearing up his left hand. Mm. That was in London, right? Yeah, that was the one in London where he, he did that bootleg to the right, and rather than just taking the the outside and running into the end zone, he runs right in between the um, the safety and the linebacker, and apparently his hand got messed up in it. 
or his left hand. So his left hand was all like scratched up and bleeding all over the place. I'm like, so Goff uh, has two rushing touchdowns this year, four for his career. One as a rookie, one last year against the Cards, and two this year. What was his? What was his first one? It was that sneak, wasn't it? Wasn't it against the Cardinals? The sneak he did, or was that a a fourth down or a third down? Let me see. Let me see who's scoring on that. I don't remember. I do know that our defense seems to own the Cardinals, though, and the Niners. You know, the Niners, they haven't yeah, looked great against us to... either, except for, you know, that week 17. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> that week three at Thursday Night Football, but Thursday Night Football does some weird stuff. Uh-uh. Uh, Gurley was all over the place that game. Let's see. Yeah, our our tight ends did not sh- they did not show up. Until uh, Cooper Cup got injured, and honestly, I don't think they were they were going to. Yeah, until they have to. You know, me and you were saying all year long, just wait, just wait until he puts the tight ends in. The tight ends are going to be part of this game plan. It's coming, no, it's they coming. weren't. <laughs> they were never going didn't. to be. And we kept picking games too, right? Hey, <laughs> right here. This game and I'm, right here. I'm betting my fantasy life on the line by picking them up, thinking they're going to get uh they're going to get a little bit of action and stuff like that, but they weren't. They're not part of that 11 front or that 11 personnel. They're like a last resort. They're usually the check down. Yeah. And, and then well, eventually, yeah, eventually Everett will just kind of go out on a wheel route. And, and I mean, that's how he got that. He got that pass in a Kansas City game. Yeah, the game winning. And then, you know, there's some promise there. I forget what game it was now. When we were hitting Higby on those those turbo routes, <laughs> <laughs> the the ten yard pops, the comebacks, but they were just up and high just for him. And I was like, oh wow, this is, you know, that's what they used to do with Tony Gonzalez with Trent Green and the Chiefs back in the day. So there was some promise there, and then all of a sudden, nah, we're good. <laughs> he didn't need it no more. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back at the Cardinals game, was there any player besides, you know, of course, C.J. Anderson that really stood out to you? Um, well, of you know, course, Donald it's Aaron had... Donald. We want that record. <laughs> yeah, he does. We want that yet. record. He should at least got, like, one during the Philly game, but Foles was not, Foles was not having it. And, and Doug Peterson was like, look, if anybody's going to sack us, it's going to be Samson and Bookham or Fowler or not even Fowler. They were uh, they were double teaming Fowler too, which is odd because Fowler sucks. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, but they they made sure of that and like I don't. If I'm Shanahan, I just I I'd be a jerk about it. I'd be like, you know what? We're triple team. <laughs> we're triple teaming Donald, <laughs> Sue. Hey, look, Sue Brockers and Fowler. Y'all be able to get in, or you'll have your one-on-ones. We're not letting Donald in. We're not going to let this man get the record on us. Too bad Brett Favre isn't the quarterback. He'd lay down for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Or, hey, have Sue, like, just hold on to the ball if he gets there and then just kind of push the quarterback around, waiting for Donald to just get through and then let him have it. Well, look, we both know, even with the triple team, Donald isn't too far behind. 
No. Don't. He's there at all times. Well, yeah, I mean, looking at the stats, I, ugh. I, I didn't even know the yardage was just that bad. Like, uh, wait, no. I'm looking at the wrong game. I'm actually looking at the uh, the week two game we went to. <laughs> they only oh, had hundred. They only had 137 uh, yards of <laughs> of total <laughs> offense when we beat the brakes off them. Uh, yeah, well, we weren't far off. Like they had to, they had to pitch the ball to Larry Fitzgerald and then he boog him. He just gets caught in everything uh, trick play related. And yeah. he's chasing David Johnson. I want to say that was Marquis Christian that was on the outside who was supposed to cover the end. And he started coming down. And then David Johnson just gets a free shot at the end zone. And Larry Fitzgerald threw it. In order to get touchdowns in the red zone against us, you either got to run it up the middle after like a um, uh, a tiring penalty that gives him, gives him a free set of downs or do a trick play. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, we still the outplayed them over the course of what between the since the the Chiefs game, we had the bye week, the Lions game, and then the uh, the Bears game, and up until the Eagles scored a touchdown on us, we hadn't given up a touchdown in like a month to somebody that's not a tight end. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, well, we gave up two touchdowns. In those two games against the Lions and uh, the Bears, or the Lions t- not and Titans, Bears. I mean uh, linemen. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, we gave them up the linemen, and then that was it. And then the Philly game, it was just the RPO, dog. The, the RPO, and it wasn't the fact that we weren't jumping routes. It, we were playing off a lot, but Ashawn Jeffrey was out there like a cheat code because I mean we shut down Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz really wasn't Foles's um. Go to no, target for that there. game plan. It was Jeffrey. That's all. That's his target every game plan. <laughs> yeah, and that messed us up. And apparently, we still have problems with backup quarterbacks that we can't game plan for. We always have. You, you know, um, seeing Farrell Cooper out there in red, I was waiting for him to pop one. But then you could you could almost tell when he got his chances. Like you ain't in Kansas no more, bro. <laughs> <You> yeah, <laughs> he's not bones. playing. He's not playing with an elite, uh, an elite special teams core. Yeah, uh, like uh, more than likely, more more than enough. Even if he was, he was able to break one, it was more than likely going to be a legal block in the back or uh, holding on that on that play. Unless he was trying to distill some of the stuff he learned from Bones to that squad, trying to lead everybody. But how do you just come in off the street from a team that kind of just casts you aside after you got injured? And then, I mean, you don't want to dwell on it, but you did cost them uh, 10 points in the wild card round um, the previous year. So, yeah. And not only that, you had a chance to redeem yourself, and you tear your ankle up week one. So they bring in a little guy who's undrafted, came out of nowhere, and flourishes a little bit. But, I mean, JoJo really can't go so far because people aren't just going to give the Rams uh, a punt with space. 
No, I mean, we even see this room because they know. What yeah, they even we even saw that. Uh, we even saw that the first time around when we played Seattle. Um, oh, they're <laughs> doing that, that freak stuff. Well, yeah, that, he might need to end up setting the bar. Uh, he beat Hecker out, didn't he? Uh, yeah, Bowl? Hecker's not a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. And Hecker's probably mad about that. <laughs> but <laughs> Hecker, in honest truth, Hecker hasn't been used, and I mean that's a good thing. Yes. We don't punt often, and then when we do, it's a bad thing. But he's ready to the. Uh, he's up to the occasion, nonetheless. He's still an elite punter, but yeah, I, no one's no one's going to give us that kind of space because we can break it. We can break it, or at least get like thirty yards off of a punt. So it, it better go to the. Uh, it better go to the sideline, or it better be in the air long enough for your gunners to get there. Yeah, and say what you want about you know, like you said, Hecker hasn't been. The heck of old, but that's just because he hasn't been. You know, you punt it to us. You let our return get just 15 yards, and all of a sudden we're, what, one, two first downs away, and Hecker's putting you inside the five. So there's – in order to beat a high-powered offense, what do you got to do? You got to control the clock and control the, the, the time of possession. You also have to control the field. And with a guy like Hecker and Natson and, and our special teams unit and even Zerline being able to pop him from 60 yards out – it's not easy to control that when you got Natson returning the ball. Where was Zerline when he tried that uh, 57? The one he missed? Yeah, was uh, he on he the left hash? Uh, he wasn't on the right hash, I remember, because I was looking at it going, uh, oh, well, he's going to he's gonna make this one. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that about, about anything. Same thing with, uh, I think, when... Who almost beat the Seahawks a couple of weeks back? Um, why are they losing overtime? Was it the Niners? Or did the Niners beat The Niners beat them. The Niners did beat them. But I know who you're talking about. There was all the missed field goals. And then uh, Fat Boy Janikowski finally hit one. To... Yeah, he hit one to win the game because he was on the right hash mark. And he's a left-footed kicker. Yeah. Um. Packer game. The Packer game? Panthers. The Panthers. Yep. Yep. Panthers. Uh, uh, I don't even know what Gano was trying to kick. I think it was like a 50, like a 55 or a 58 yarder. And he, he was on the right hash. And I'm like, he's not making that. And it flew way out of there. But And he jammed a, what, a 62 yarder against the G-Men earlier in the year? No, that was a 63. That was, it was, uh, it was a record tire. Um. Yeah, but I think the record's sixty-four. Is it now? Yeah, there was no win. I don't know how he kicked that. That that saved you in the pool, but. Yeah, but then I was dumb enough to pick the Bucks <laughs> against the G-Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So if you look back, if you look back at the game, it's like uh, the tail of the tape will always tell you, um, or, or the stats always tell you like how you won the game and honestly our time of possession was 37 minutes so you add the 167 yards from cj anderson that's all that time being uh ate up i mean we had 33 first downs to their 15 but apparently we lost the turnover battle with one uh with that fumble and that was it they were not going to give us the ball no, but we also, I mean, we didn't just have 167 from CJ. We had 
10 for 40 from John Kelly, 3 for 27 from Cooks. Even Everett was getting in there on the end of the round. He had 2 for 16. You know, Woods was 2 for 15. Goff was 2 for 6. We had 269 yards total rushing, and that was with minus 2 yards from Mannion's knee. So we really had mm-hmm. 39 attempts for 271 before you put in the two attempts for minus 2 by Mannion taking the knee. So we really pounded that rock. I mean, 41 rushing attempts total, 39 during the actual game before the nils, and 24 passes. And we still put up a 30-burger. Yep. Yeah, the, and then, 269 uh, yards rushing. And for them, they had 104 for the uh, for the whole team, but a majority of that was Rosen just taking off on us. Yeah, Rosen had 4 for 49. David Johnson only had 35. <laughs> Talk about being shut down. And then Rosen only had 87 yards passing. <laughs> I mean, oh man! I honestly, as much as I actually liked uh, David Johnson, um, the way he came out of nowhere, because um, I don't know if you remember the first time uh, the Cardinals and uh, Rams played when both Gurley and David Johnson were rookies. Gurley went off for like what one one fifty and sealed the game. Yeah, that's when he went down early mm. instead of uh, going out. of. He stayed in bounds, went down, didn't try to go for the touchdown. Yeah, and David Johnson coughed up. Uh, he coughed up a fumble on a kick return, and and that's kind of how you told he was still green because they had him out there doing kick returns. And lo and behold, he ends up turning into the power back and the uh, uh, leading superstar back for that team. I mean, heck, he, what was it, two years ago or just a year ago that he uh, he pretty much did Beast Quake 2 on the Eagles? Yeah, it was. Uh, that was two years ago. Two years ago because last year he was hurt all year. Huh? Yeah, because he broke his wrist week one against the Lions. And I was like, ugh, that's unfortunate for anybody that got him as uh, fantasy. but That's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it almost seems like, I mean, he got paid, so. You really can't check out, but, I mean, look at the stats of this game. One catch for 32 yards in the touchdown, which was on a trick play from Larry Fitzgerald. And you you get 10 10 carries for 35 yards. That's it. Yeah, we're an elite uh, defensive line. We're like the bar, but we got everybody taking the crown off of us and trying to give it to the Bears. Well, it's because the Bears and defenses are synonymous. You know what I mean? When you think Soldier Field, mm-hmm. 85. And not just that, we also can't st- stop a paper bag from going through our <laughs> secondary. <laughs> yeah, and once you get past that line, there's you got no chance. <laughs> we, we're not... We're we're not stopping anything with that. I mean, what what is Joiner gonna do? Just get in the way, only get ran over. He's all five foot ten. I wish we would have been able to claim Swearinger. That would have been nice. I thought we were, but I think well, the Cardinals did it just to block us from it. Well, there was a, the the Niners, not the Niners. I'm sorry, the Raiders and the Packers also put claims in on them. No kidding. So I, I mean. The only team we were going to get in front of was like, uh, what? We got to be like way up there or, or way down there in the waiver uh, waiver line. Like any team probably would have picked up Swearinger. Like uh, the 
the Redskins are crazy. <laughs> Everybody thought the Raiders are crazy with John Gruden stripping the paint and, and turning himself into uh, Chip Kelly. But I, he's got one more year for me. Well, the Redskins are so crazy because, you know, they're in the CPA, there's things they put in that they could suspend them for one game for uh, conduct de- detrimental to the team. So they could have suspended them for week 17 and got a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, a seventh-round pick, something for them, right? Yeah. Kept them out of the NFC. But no. Nope. Could have traded them to the – well, I was going to say the Browns, but the Swearingers on the Cardinals now. I don't know who else they got. And, they got Buda Baker. Uh, as of right now, let me go to Tank uh, Tankathon. Oh no, that that is the NBA. Ooh. The Cardinals are the number one. They're yeah. getting Nick Bosa. Yeah. Unless they beat the uh, Seahawks. And if I'm them, why would you do that? And if I'm the Seahawks, why would you play your starters? Exactly. So that one's actually going to be a little bit interesting. Because if they win... Well, actually... You would definitely play your starters if you're Seattle because if the Bears lose, if the Vikings win and Seattle loses, the Vikings are the five. You'd rather go to – I mean, I'd much rather go to Dallas than go to Chicago on the first round of the playoffs, right? Ooh, I did not know it was that close. Yeah, because the Vikings got that tie. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought a tie would just help somebody like that. Well, look at Pittsburgh and the Ravens. <laughs> I know. It's well, it's hurt. It's, it's actually hurting. It's hurting Pittsburgh, unfortunately. And dang, Cleveland seven seven and one. I didn't, I did not realize that. Yeah, you know Vegas had the over under at them at six wins before the season, and, and then they, they dropped it to the... five, didn't they? Oh, did it go down to five? I think it did. I think it mm. did. Well, I didn't have the cojones to do it at six because I'm a believer in Baker Baker, touchdown maker, but uh, your boy uh, Hugh Jackson over there. (laughs) (laughs) I I have uh, later down the line, I'll explain all that uh, conspiracy behind Hugh Jackson, but honestly, I hate it when teams grab offensive staff from their divisional rival. That, That stuff drives me nuts. There's probably yeah, I mean, there's probably a paper trail behind all of that. All teams that have done it, especially when uh, when players do it, it's like a veteran move. Like you know, like when you think you're you're worth something, you want to go to a different team. You go to a different team. You go to a different team. You think you'll fit in, but when you go to a divisional rival, something tells me you only want to be there just to play your old team a couple of times and then bail. Like does. When when the Cowboys released him, and he was like, I'm staying in the East. I'm going to see you twice. Yeah. So he was pulling that veteran move. Same thing with Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman could have went anywhere. Richard Sherman. And he goes to the Niners. You know, I was uh, – I didn't realize that David Johnson was a rookie the same year Gurley was, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 
it's crazy what a difference it makes what year you pop. Because David Johnson's year that he popped and, and was considered one of the best in the league was Gurley's down year, right? Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been the opposite. Well, David Johnson's 27, Gurley's 24. So there is an age difference. But David Johnson signed a three-year contract for $39 million, 30 guaranteed with up to $45 million as the max, right? Yeah. Gurley signed a four-year deal for 60 with 45 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So Gurley's bottom, bottom number is the most David Johnson can earn on one more year than David Johnson got a three, Gurley got a four. Well, honestly, being injured for an entire year doesn't help when it's the most um, important aspect of your position. Like, yeah, you can run. Yeah, you can. You have vision. Yeah, you can catch. And well, that, that actually affects that too because i don't know what the surgery he had on his wrist was but he couldn't carry the ball and he tried to go back out there and play again and got hit in it again yeah no and you know being 24 to being 27 when you're 27 they don't want to touch 30 so they won't give you anything else either you know but it's just that's how old david johnson is yeah he's 27 and girlie's 24 Jeez, I didn't... came in the league late. Yeah. I see. I see why people are doing like one and done or bailing on uh um on college in their prime. If if you're in your prime, go. Yeah, unless you're gonna be a well, even nowadays on running backs. I was gonna say unless you're gonna be like a fifth round pick, you know, you stick around, you get that degree. Mm-hmm. You might as well, but even with running backs, James Conner's like, huh? <laughs> I should have stayed in college. <laughs> you know, running backs, it don't matter what, what where you pick now. Yeah. Now, next week we got the Niners, and it, it should be a bully beatdown. It should be, but well, I mean, I'm I'm not holding game, anything right? back because, like, Shan- Shanahan wants to go on on a high note because, I mean, you can't – yeah, you got the excuse, I don't have a quarterback, and then you have the excuse, now my quarterback's out. How many times are you going to be able to tank until you just say, all right, you're this ain't working out because, I mean, how long did Chuck Pagano keep his job? And, I well, mean, how long did Fisher keep his job? A lot longer than both of them should. But yeah. Fisher was for the move. Oh, of course. He, 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 he was there for the move, and eventually they were going to move on from him. I mean, he could be butthurt about it, but the dude's being paid for the next two years anyway. He got an extension and got fired. He still gets paid. So there's yeah. nothing to be there's nothing know, to be bitter about. Say what you want about the quarterback woes, but – Trubisky, Mahomes, um, Kirk Cousins, all those quarterbacks were quarterbacks that could have been had, and they chose to go for Garoppolo. Garoppolo. That's on them. That's on the coach, right? I mean, they could have had Deshaun Watson. All those guys were available with the Niners pick before they traded. Now, they had the two pick. They switched with the, the Bears. So, they instead of drafting three, they could have taken Trubisky, too. But, but honestly, all those quarterbacks could have been taken by the Niners. Honestly, in Lynch's case, that's hindsight's twenty twenty. So, 
I mean, you can take you can either take the speculation that these people are going to be great and Shanahan to be able to translate his offense into them, or you you take that quarterback that could possibly sell tickets to. Well, I get hindsight's twenty twenty, but what I'm saying is someone's gonna the excuse he's hurt. We don't have one. Eventually, it's like all right. Yeah, you skipped out on all of this, and you got Garoppolo, and he did all right, and then he couldn't protect himself. And not just that, you didn't just get Garoppolo. You closed the first half of your window signing and paying Garoppolo, right? Yep. So You just closed yep. the first half of your window. They so, they bet it all. They they yeah. bet it all, and then they end up having, what was he paid this year, $27 million? I don't know. Whatever it was, it was a high pay. It was a high cap hit to a paperweight that with no knee. That there with no knee now. And how old is Garoppolo now? Let me see. My guess is like twenty-five. Is that young? I hope so. Twenty-six. <laughs> okay, so I'm a year off. So yeah, he's got. Oh, He's got four more years until you're concerned. He's not. He's uh. Why can't I get an H? He was born in '91, so he's 27. Ooh. My bad. He has 26 starts. (laughs) 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 But hey, look, dog. By the time you're 27, if you ain't got more starts, then age, dog. 27, November 2nd, 1991. Now that you put it into perspective, it just it looks like a very bad move. Because, you know, you, I, I think look, looking as a divisional rival in at the 49ers and all of that, I just hated the fact how all the media coverage praised him. Like... No one really just didn't want to say, I do not like this move. Eh, the select few, but a majority of the people really, really thought that um, this was like an in-house problem. Like, I, I really do think Brady Brady went to Kraft and was like, um, I ain't going nowhere. Because <laughs> yeah. the story was apparently too. Brady was going to get traded to the Niners. And, I mean, that sounds a lot better um, ticket-wise, but Brady probably would have just checked out or retired. With that line? and Yeah. <laughs> He's sure. like, I'm, nah, I am not leaving the game broken into pieces. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. I'm done. Get <laughs> traded and, le- and then leave. <laughs> Is it, can you do that? Is that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trade a you second or trade, trade a trade no a first or a second round pick for Tom Brady. Keep Garoppolo, and then Tom Brady retires. Yeah, and there's no backsies. That's it. <laughs> and Lynch going over to New or uh, New England or going over to Boston asking for uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna need that pick back. What do you mean? Uh, nah, you y'all set this up. I saw you play. You know, you know what was so interesting to me though, is going in. It, it was a year later, but going into this offseason, like you said, all the praise for Garoppolo, all everything, 
the Niners are going to overtake the Rams. The Rams are this dream team that's going to fall down, and they don't have the, uh, <laughs> they the key be positions, the right? Yeah. The analysis and media coverage do not like us. They no. don't. And, <laughs> and it, it was a stark contrast. It was the quite the opposite. Going into last year for us, it was golf's a bus. Get rid of them. What's McVay going to do? It doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. There's nothing you could do with this golf guy. You know, get rid of them. Okay, maybe they'll try him, I guess. But, you know, we're predicted as a bottom team. And look, but no, 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 no. Um, Shanahan's this great coach who knows what he's doing. And he can eye talent. And instead of taking, like I said, Trubisky, Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, all them are trading Kirk Cousins or paying Kirk Cousins, which is the same as uh, giving Garoppolo all that money. He decided to give up a top second round pick and end the first part of his window. Yeah, so for all and, the faults of everything else, this Russell Wilson going to two Super Bowls. And yeah, up, and what we're doing right now with Goff. If anything, that that Pete Carroll set that window up. He was like, this is the blueprint to try to at least win the Super Bowl immediately. Yeah. That cheap deal you got, go and get people. And that, that's actually what Snead and McVay have done. Exactly. You got the quarterback window, go get people. Go get them. And, like, and don't worry nah. about it afterwards. If you can get him, <laughs> if you can get him, get your quarterback something solid, like uh, Goff, Golf the cup is going to be like May, uh, Manning the um, Harrison. It's going to be like that. Unless Cup keeps getting injured, it's probably going to be Woods. And Woods yeah, is way, Woods. I mean, Woods might be his Reggie Wayne. Yeah, Woods might. Um, I think he's willing to start taking pay cuts now because I think he already, uh, already, he already restructured his deal. Yeah. As well as uh, I think there was a little um, bit on Saffold saying, "Hey." If I got to take take uh, table scraps to be on this team, I'll do it. I ain't trying to leave. I already got paid, and I was going to get paid by the Raiders, so. but I failed my physical, so I had to come back here, and I'm glad I did. He didn't fail his physical. There was there was uh, media blowback on that one. <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? You don't remember? When not not out? necessarily. Okay, so they. What was his name? Valdir, the left tackle they had. Uh-huh. From they got him from the Cardinals. They're getting rid of him and paying Saffold, and then everything got leaked, the numbers and all that. And Mark Davis threw a fit. Mark Davis did not like it. He was he was he did not agree. And then all of a sudden he felt his physical and all the paperwork showed they knew about this. Everything was already told about ahead of time he was going to the offseason he was going to get some surgeries he was going to rehab and they're like nope no 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 you nah nah you hurt uh your shoulders <laughs> messed up nah i don't wanna <laughs> i mean I, that was what happened so they backed out of it knowing that he was already gonna be needing rehab or yeah, uh, rehabilitate a whole bunch of and, ailments he had and then they found out about it versus signing him and was like, um, we'll use the excuse you failed your physical. Yep. And or we'll, us, we'll fail your physical. What's that? Or saying they used the excuse you f- you failed your physical. Yeah. Hmm. Well, now, 
that worked out for him because he he would have never seen the playoffs. Yeah. Well, no, nah, they made it the one year with Carr. That one time. Yeah. <laughs> that one. That one time. That's so unfortunate. There's actually a video, uh, um, a video on YouTube claiming that that was like a potential dynasty that ended right there. And what was it? Was he, that was when he broke his leg, right? Yeah. But didn't he break his finger the same season? I believe so, yes. Because I remember seeing that. He took the snap and freaking center just sent the ball straight into his damn index finger. And he come running off the field like, yo, it's broke. And his finger looked like Booger McFarland's. Like Tory Holtz. Ugh, I'm like, um, a quarterback's finger is supposed to look like that. You know, the more I think about it, you know what the Niners did? Trading and signing Garoppolo? They just got the second half of Joe Flacco. <laughs> so it was bad. like Flacco wasn't going to get paid. He wins that Super Bowl, and they have to pay him, right? You, you just have to. Well, I mean. And that's what they did. They yeah. paid the man like he's coming off a Super Bowl win. Yeah, you have to. And, I mean, I I didn't look at the um, the year to date to see. The per uh, year. How no? How he got them there? Who who? Uh, Flacco. He basically Eli Manning did no turnovers, <laughs> sound football, third down and efficiency. Uh, do they got their ranking systems? Five year, hundred and thirty seven million dollar deal. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well, Gurley's been uh, upgraded to out. Good. Joiner's still questionable, and then Davis and Matt Longacre are uh, questionable, but I don't think Longacre's probably going to play anymore. Longacre. Yeah, he hasn't played in a while, huh? Yeah, he's been a healthy scratch ever since we got Fowler. So. Well, no, he should have had a tackle last week. He was in? Yeah. He's got – Fowler had zeros across the board. Well, he had two quarterback hits, my bad. And Longacre had one tackle. Hmm. Probably in special teams because Blake Countess had a tackle. Now – Sue had a sack? Um, yeah, hey, What was did. up with Ibukum? Ibukum? What do you mean? He, yeah, what, he, he left got hurt. He was out. He, he's – he didn't end up getting no sacks, no nothing. No tackles. Uh, let me see. Is he still on the injury report or no? No, oh, no. The injury report goes for the holes. Let me see. No, Ibugum's probably full. Yeah, he must have just had an ailment, and they're like, well, we really don't need you to keep playing. Yeah. I'll take it, though. Joiner's questionable. Joiner about to get got. He about to get replaced. Yeah, if we end up picking up another safety. We will. I would imagine. Um, this draft is pretty... Pretty uh, secondary heavy. 
I thought it was full of pass rushers. And then now I'm hearing that it's uh, a lot of pass rushers, too. Full of quarterbacks. And I'm like, isn't isn't there one quarterback going back uh, to, nah, his, uh, to his college? Staying. Is there what? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Hilbert? Hubert. Yeah, Hubert? yeah he's staying in Oregon. He's going back to Oregon? Yeah. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you hear the Packers uh, interviewed Caldwell and Pagano? Yeah, you know it's funny because uh, you know I hate to have to say it like that or to be that that person to say that, but I thought maybe they knew who they were gonna get, and that's why they interviewed Caldwell to get over with. True. Um, I said I hate to have to say it like that, but that's what it struck out to me. Yeah. And then when I saw the interview, uh, there was even crazier ones. Oh uh, no, it was the Raiders. The Raiders had that problem because you got... Um, well, yeah, that was even worse. You got to go through the um, uh, the Rooney rule, so you have to do it. And you got to interview people. They interviewed some some crazy people. Like, they, <laughs> nobody ever heard of them. <laughs> and I'm like, Are y'all really going to do that? I, underst- I understand you've a- already signed Gruden pretty much. And everybody yeah. knew it, but... At least make it look convincing. Yeah. But but then when I seen the interview with Pagano, I was like, you know, maybe Philpin got a chance. <laughs> I was like, uh, got... No. no. No, he doesn't. I, that man Listen, had no idea what he was doing. If it's between Philpin, Pagano, and Caldwell, and Rogers is already back in Philpin, I don't know. <laughs> and then Patricia says uh, he's pretty confident about his job being safe because, you know, we got, what is it called, Black Monday? Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming, and we're about to see a whole bunch of people just out, and then we're probably going to see a few surprise ones. Like, I've never, I don't remember, I don't remember witnessing a one-and-done coach. I can't. Um, I can't really think of one Browns, off the top of my head. Every year before Hugh Jackson, they don't count. <laughs> <laughs> they don't count because they didn't know what they were doing, and their GM uh, Sashi knew how to get some draft picks. That's about it. That's about it. Homeboy from the um, the Falcons that quit after one or in the middle of one year. But that's a that's Tino? quitting. That's not. Yeah. That's not necessarily. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I don't know. Bill Belichick was coach of the Jets for one day. <laughs> <laughs> the you know what gets me? The the Dolphins just released a statement saying they're going to move on from Tannehill, but they're going to keep their coach. Um. Okay. How many? Why? Look, man. Why are we even? What? (laughs) I'm looking at the comparison team stats from us and the Niners throughout the uh, throughout the year, and they're like almost even in a lot of crap. At least, uh, well, I'm on the NFL website. I mean, if you can load it up, go for it. Hey, the, the Dolphins made the playoffs in 2016. Yeah? What the heck? I have no recollection of this. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought. 2016. That was the Falcons yeah, and Patriots, the Patriots, right? Uh, 
No, 2016. A couple years ago, they lost to the Steelers, I guess, in the wild card round. Yeah, I remember that. Our first year in L.A. The Niners are ranked middle of the pack for everything. Listen, I, I'm, I keep... I'll pound the desk. Shanahan is a garbage time coach. He's either a front runner or a garbage time coach. When they ain't got nothing else to lose, when they trade for Garpopolo and and they didn't start him yet, and there's only a few games left, and no one even cares. They beat us. I mean, okay, they beat the Jags, but I don't know if you remember the officiating at the end of that game was so bad. Yeah. The Jags kept getting called for uh, personal fouls. They got called for two or three of them on the last drive. He's just a garbage time coach. Yeah. Always has been, always will be, just like his daddy. Well, Mike was like that too. Nah, not really. I'm just talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is he just did not like RG three. <laughs> <laughs> he did not like that man, and I'm like, but you bur you buried that man into the ground. All you could have told him was be a pocket quarterback and go get a first down and slide. We'll be all right. Nope. You wanted to turn this dude into a running back. Had him going heads up with linebackers and safeties. And career just went down the drain after he uh, tore. Did he, did he tear all his knee ligament or did he just tear the. Um... I think he tore the knee off the bone. I think he didn't have a knee no more. Yeah, because <laughs> I still remember the uh, playoff game that happened. Because yes, I had yeah. my. I had money on that game. I I've never been so happy about somebody tearing the ACL, but <laughs> as bad as that as bad as that sounds, it was like when I saw it, I was like, why why y'all do that to him? Well and that was almost tough because you don't want Seattle to win because they're Seattle, but you need the Redskins to get kicked out because we need that draft pick. <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> and that 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 was just that was just horrible I mean, when I saw that because it was a botch snap. It wasn't even anything particular. All he I had know. to do was just fall on it, and he went to try to pick it up, and his knee gave out. And I'm like, ugh. That's just yeah. That's uh. So yeah, they're the middle of the pack for a lot of stuff ranked in um, seasonal wise. I mean, we're still we're still top ten in a lot of offensive stuff, but defensively, it, we're middle of the pack too. Rank yeah, 16. but we're the anti-garbage time. We we turn it on in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, when when the, when crunch time hits, that defense is ready. And yeah, I'll take I'll take that over anything else, especially the other things we've been doing, where we're just <laughs> coughing up all kinds of passing yards and stuff. And a lot of people, are, a lot of players are going to be able to rest and stuff prior um prior to the game. I mean, I know you don't like the bye week, but I'll take it. Because I, I guarantee you McVay's got a postseason game plan. Like, it changes. Like, everything changes. Oh, that's what I was saying before the game, or before we went live. That C.J. Anderson in the backfield, Todd Gurley in the slot, and the, the motion sweep, what I don't care what you want to call it. <laughs> so which way do you go? So I, I, think I, I think I understand what you're talking about. So Gurley, they're probably going to end up sitting in a single or uh, a split back, right? Under center? No. No, no. I want single back under center with Gurley to Goff's right in the slot, motioning from Goff's right to left. Oh, Gurley moving. 
Yeah. Yeah, Gurley's going to be in the slot. I want him coming that way because there's play action screens to Gurley. There's giving it to Gurley. There's uh, – I, I can't even explain it. It's – it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It looks like the same exact thing he's been running all season. It's just with worse personnel. Because you can't. No, not worse personnel, but like defensively, it, it's the worst thing for him. And yeah. It, or dangerous, even more dangerous personnel. Because usually you get Woods and it's like, all right, uh, all I got to do is get a defensive end to just jump to the outside. Possibly Whitworth to jump in front of Woods and mess up the whole sweep, but yeah, with Gurley, he'll probably, he could cut in between if you, you give him any type of space, and if <laughs> if you send somebody over there to help, they'll see it, and it's going to Anderson, and Anderson's probably wide open on the right side, or either or, if you pay attention to both, and it ends up turning into play action, you probably got two people down, uh, down the field wide open. And not just that, what do we love? We love that play action screen. <laughs> and then, yeah, you pay attention to that or try to go after uh, go after CJ, and Gurley's just sitting there on the potential screen. Or let Gurley be the decoy. Let CJ pop six yards every game <laughs> or every every play. So, they, yeah, he's got a postseason plan. I, I can guarantee you that. But when well, you – My body is ready. We haven't won a postseason game since I was 14 years old, dog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Farrell really messed that up for everybody. I know. And I was there live, too, just crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. They got new personnel. Like, I don't know if they got anybody injured or anything. Um, Mullins. You know, JoJo came back from that wrist injury real quick. Yeah, I don't think it was really that bad, but, I mean, his wrist injury was, like, due to getting hit. I don't think it was, um... Yeah, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't like Tavon's. Yeah, his, I think his was just over time, the way he was catching punts, and then he tried to switch it up, and it just wasn't the same. I mean, he's in the playoffs, too, but I don't think he's playing. He might be on IR. I think they heard him a while back. You know, what I'm most interested in coming to the Niners-Rams game is um, Kittle or Aqib Tlaib one-on-one with Kittle. Or at least who they'll be trading off with because Kittle is their main. Are you serious? That's how much he's got for the year? Kittle's at 22 28 Oh, 1228? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, isn't he about to break some records? Probably, at least for a tight end. He might have already broken records, but yeah, 1228 with only four touchdowns. That's unfortunate, but with 79 receptions. What can you expect? So you shut him down and the team's gone? Yeah, and, and Tlaib, that's our, our X factor for tight ends. That's what Tlaib does best. That's what he did when he was in the South, you know, playing against Jimmy Graham. That's what he did in the AFC, playing against, well, I mean, Antonio Gates is a little, a little past his prime, but that's what he did with them, you know. He shuts down tight ends. He's never had a problem doing it, and I don't see him having an issue this week. 
especially if we treat this like a playoff game like they said we're going to. Yeah, Nick Mullins is going to have problems. Oh, more legends, Mullins, more legends. That's what they call them on the forums. On the more legends? Look, Niners fans have already forgotten about Garoppolo. Like, they don't like Garoppolo anymore. Nah, most of them are uh, realistic about it. Say they're just enjoying the ride of Mullins, but they know he's at best a backup. Oh, of course. But uh, they're, they're they're pretty realistic about it. But uh, they're letting it ride while they can. That garbage time coaching staff. It's gonna be a bullet beatdown. We're oh. gonna breathe. Oh, of course. I don't know if uh, probably Rams fans. They better show up. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want Niner fans everywhere. For a, like a meaningless game on their end, if the ticket prices are all like cheap, I don't even think they're that cheap either. Did you see uh, Sue? People were ready to. Oh yeah, they were jumping on that like crazy. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, Larry looks like he. Like, if Sue really wanted to poke his eye, he would have poked his eye. Sue would have eaten his leg off if he wanted to. <laughs> he, he, he would have blinded that man. And then I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that looked a little, like, too, like friendly. too friendly for Sue. And, I, and if you've ever seen Sue on the sideline, the man's like, it, Don't it's, like zero, it's like zero to a hundred on, like, the yeah. goofy scale. Like, he's yeah, serious yeah. at one point, and he's just, like, really silly. Yeah, one second. Don't touch me. <laughs> I don't know you. The next second, he's he's laughing, talking about I was gonna hit him with that four seven forty, and I picked up that fumble. So he's got a switch that he turns on, but uh, unless you unless you know about the history with him, then you're you're just gonna label him a dirty player the way he was. And I mean the the crazy stuff that he was doing when he was with the Lions, like it wasn't without cause. Like, I didn't look too much into it because I always felt like if somebody was doing some crazy stuff, there was always something behind it. Maybe some trash talk or when your player's trying to hurt someone else and you're trying to look out for him or something like that because I swear, like, he was doing that when um, Stafford was getting beat up um, as the Lions quarterback, especially when the Packers always played. I had thrown to the ground and stuff, and he wasn't getting calls. But Aaron Rodgers, you slap his helmet, and you you got 15 yards coming your way. Um, uh, the one where Hainsworth, I think it was Hainsworth when he was playing for the uh, Titans. Yeah, when he ripped his cleat the Titans, on uh, uh, one the of the guys with his helmet lineman. off. Yeah, the Cowboys lineman. He kicked his helmet off and cleated his forehead. Yeah, now that. That's some dirty crap. <laughs> now yeah. for Sue, like when he was stomping, on, <laughs> when he was stomping on Aaron Rodgers' uh, busted calf, or um, when he did like that front flip, kicked a, he kicked a lineman in the groin or something. Oh, a couple weeks ago. No, 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 no. That that was when he was with the Lions. He did like a front flip, kicked a. Uh, yeah, I remember. I think that. it was either the running back or the uh, lineman and kicked him in the it's groin and stuff. He's been fined a lot, but some of the <laughs> some of the dirty stuff that he'll do, it just it doesn't. It, it's hard to believe that it was out of uh, like out of context. Just I want to start some crap first. Well, that and 
I think he had the hardest time with, with the Lions because, you know, he went to Nebraska. And Nebraska is not some powerhouse, Ohio State, Michigan, UC, USC, UCLA. Mm-hmm. I know I got the UCLA in there. Shut up. But uh, <laughs> he, he did change the culture. He turned Nebraska into a team that you had to fear, that you didn't want to play late in the season. Or, or if there was a playoff, I think there was one year, if there, if there was a playoff, Nebraska would have been in it. And I think in, in Detroit, you just couldn't change the culture. There was never enough that he could do. And I think it started just – it started with frustration and him not knowing what to do with his emotions. And then it turned into just him being mentally beat. And then when he went to Miami, it was a, a vacation. He went to Miami to go on vacation for a couple of years. And now he's back, baby. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right because, I mean, he's paying – he's being paid – we're paying him 14 <laughs> mil. And isn't Miami paying him like nineteen? When they yeah, cut him, they, they still had to pay him. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's you know, so he could, crazy. He could go. He could go to Oakland in the off season, and they'll pay him. They'll give him what four for seventy. Yeah, they'll give him some money. He he can go anywhere and fill in that spot. It's like. Even though he felt like he's taking a vacation with Miami and he's coming over here to the Rams and he's not, he doesn't necessarily have to work that hard, but his presence alone brings double teams. And it's like you can't, you know, as an offense, as you're offensively game planning, you cannot ignore him because he will hit your quarterback. He will, he will take the 15 yards, unfortunately. Yep. I know he doesn't Except like it. And Wade's going to get in his ear about it. But he'll take that 15 for the presence of throwing your quarterback straight to the ground. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a split second outside the window of uh, the ball being thrown or something like that. But even if he's there and he's there on a legal, uh, a legal basis that isn't going to draw a flag, it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's even worse if he could get there legally. Yeah, it's going to hurt. And he's not going for no strip sack. He's go- Was it? Was it Donald or Sue that messed up Foles in the beginning of the game? That throw where Foles um, that was Donald. He went. He was, was not. Donald was not <laughs> swatting the ball. He wasn't coming. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not. Up. He was not. He was not bringing his his whole body weight and his arms up to swat that ball. That was strictly mm-hmm. for Foles' shoulder. And he I was, was like, for that rotator. Yeah, and like Foles was on the ground for a little bit. <laughs> he was like, I. I don't know if I want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to knock him out fast. I was like, yeesh. So I'm hoping, I mean, I'm hoping he gets the record. He's already broken the record for defensive tackle, and he's probably already solidified his defensive player of the year campaign, despite yeah. the fact he didn't have a sack for six games. You know, make no mistakes about it. There, it's no coincidence that <clears> – <throat> We get Sue, and largely, I mean, we get rid of, what, Long a couple years ago, Quinn last year. It's past rushing help. We just get Sue, and now we have no-name guys like Ibukum, and, well, we brought in Fowler, but he's not very good. And Donald's having the biggest season of his career. There's no mistake about it. It's because of Sue. Oh, of course. Of course. he, His presence alone is going to draw double teams. You can't – you're – you have five linemen. You have five linemen at all times. If you put in a six, you don't really have any offense, and you're screaming run. 
and you're doing that just to keep two people on Sue and Donald. And then if you're adding the running back, you only got really two routes. You got two or three routes to run if you're really doing that. Unless you're doing one of those, um, uh, your running back is doing a block and then um, going out for a route. Yeah, chip, a chip and run. Uh, yeah, and a chip and run. I could count, I just from what I remember, there's been at least four plays this year where Donald gets there a half a second before Sue, right? So if you take those four plays away and there's no Donald there, Sue's there. Donald's got 15 and a half. Sue's got eight and a half. We have the exact same sacks as a team, but the narrative has cha- changed, right? Mm-hmm. Donald's still having a great year doing Donald things. Oh, Sue's rejuvenated. He doesn't have four and a half. He has eight and a half, and Sue's back. And it's just, let's just keep winning because the narrative, we know what the narrative was, like we said, two years ago when McVay first came in and they needed to get rid of Goff. Last this past offseason, the narrative was Garpopolo's the savior of nothing, of suck. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's hope they're coming in. A quarterback can make know. a difference, but you still need a team. And yeah. they 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 skipped the window. I've never heard of That's that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you skip that window. And not only On do purpose. you skip the window, you overpay somebody that's only had seven starts. You make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And then they just messed up the market. Like, they messed up the market. Like, you, we probably even have to have another ca- capitalist year in order to make up for all this crap. Because you got Garoppolo getting overpaid. Then you had Kirk Cousins getting overpaid. Alex Smith, uh, he was all right. But then he got Joe Theismann. That wasn't bad. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers was like, hold up. Who's the... Then Aaron Rodgers just stole money from all those uh, Green Bay investors. Yeah, give me that restructure and then, right quick. And then proceeded to get their coach fired. <laughs> uh, well, no, the the coach and Aaron Rodgers got each other fired, or got him fired. Yeah. As well as the fact that the, the whole team just didn't want to play. And the Cardinals got him fired, or got uh, Mike McCarthy fired. I think the only reasonable quarterback pricing that really went out all right at least for a bridge, and he understands that, is Case Keenum. But he got 18 mil a year still. It, yeah, it's a, it's a quarterback. You you got to distill the offense and lead it, so that amounts to some amount of money. But, I mean, you're not going to give a dude, like, backup quarterback money if he's supposed to be the starter for the next three years. If he's a pumpkin, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm interested in? The next batch of extensions. Dak, Jameis, um, uh, I'm thinking uh, Dak, Jameis, I guess those are the two big ones that are coming up next, right? Yeah. Then uh, Goff. Oh, Goff, Wentz, my bad. Goff and Wentz, well, Wentz is really intriguing because the way that this season plays out again if the Eagles go deep into the playoffs, then you start asking yourself, I mean, yeah, Foles played like crap coming out of the uh um coming out of the season because they were trying to run Wentz's uh Wentz's game plan with uh with Foles. 
Unless Wait. they were still running the run pass option, but it didn't look like that. But did he did he look like crap? Because that Bucks team they lost to was beating everybody for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know why anybody like nobody believed in the Bucks, but people were like, what is well, this team? Fun. And then they gassed Fitz, out real quick. Because Fitzpatrick came out with the chains on and the jacket. <laughs> he was living in the moment because he knew that it wasn't. <laughs> that, last. that that was not about the last. Oh, and Mariota's going to get an extension soon. Ooh. Mariota. Uh, Goff. We already know what Goff's probably going to get. Um, Goff's going to get six for 162. He's not going to be that high. He need to be a All Super right. Bowl MVP for something like that. Well, does that mean Foles is about to get it? <laughs> They're going to have to do something. I mean, let him get, look. Well, take it. Hey, if you take bad. another Super Bowl, I'll let him walk. I'll let him walk so he can be so he can get paid. We won't pay him. Or uh, yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles can say we won't pay him, but we thank you for the two Super Bowls. And you, how do you let him walk? Man, what is he? Uh, and they're thirty. He's not even a free agent. You know, he's due twenty million dollars against the cap next year if they don't cut his ass. Or if they pick up his option, I forget. I think yeah, it's an option. If they pick it up, it's twenty million against the cap. That's still cheap, considering what he can be paid. But, but when you consider Foles and Wentz together, that cap hit is Garpapolo's cap hit, <laughs> though with two rings. <laughs> yeah, you but can't. You, know, you can't it, keep two. Yeah, you can't keep two quarterbacks. It's it's the cap hit of one guy, so you're closing your window yourself. Yeah, they're 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 gonna have a real they have a real problem brewing on their hands, and in a sense of Wentz can't stay healthy, and then Foles can easily just be a plug in plug in and then start winning games, especially late in the season. So it's got to be a coaching staff thing. There's no way. I mean, unless Wentz just is not a leader of men. And we know that some people are great strategists, statisticians. They have the gift of gab, but they're just not leader of men. True. And Wentz just might not be. And, I mean, would that be the same the same thing with Russ? I can get behind that. Like, Ru- I can get behind that. Russ yeah. lost – I wouldn't say Russ lost – well – he, he lost the locker room when he threw that ball. Pete Carroll lost the locker room when he called that play. And then everybody just wanted to point the finger at it, but it left Russell's hands in order to just destroy that dynasty. And, I mean, who's credit to bring it back? Like, uh, I was even looking at the case, like, this is the last game of the uh last game of the year, and you really got maybe about two people to win coach of the year. And they either come down to uh, Sean Payton or um, Anthony Lynn. And I think Anthony Lynn's probably going to end up winning it. You don't think Matt Nagy has a chance? Yes and no. Because it's the the same window. (laughs) Like, it's McVay's same window that he won it. And then who does Offensive Player of the Year go to? Because it's split. There's an AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Year and the NFC Offensive Player of the Year, right? Yeah. I know Defensive Player of the Year. (laughs) 
Wait, no, those aren't split. Those are through the whole league, right? Oh, running. I'm confused now. Offensive player of the year. No, I know, but. Yeah, it's, they're not split. Okay. And Madden, they are. Yeah, that's, that's why I was thinking of that. I was like, why, why would they do that? But no, Gurley, Gurley won it, and they, they didn't have any runner-up or anything or AFC counterpart. Um, Between Mahomes and Breeze, whoever wins it, the other one's going to be Offensive Player of the Year. So if Breeze yeah. wins it, but he can't win it because he doesn't have that good of stats as uh, Mahomes. But I hope they give it to Breeze so he don't make the Super Bowl. True. Or, hear me out. Breeze sits. Donald breaks the record. <laughs> <laughs> that way you text Donald me needed day. to shatter it, and Donald doesn't have a touchdown. No, but he does have that strip the last time. No, no, he's Niners, contributed to two touchdowns. Like, it, it was because of him. No, no, I'm talking about it wasn't a tutty. But the last time we played the Niners, when he ripped the soul out of uh, Matt Breida's hands. Oh, he just, he was like, what is this? Leather. And then just took the ball. And, oh, my goodness. That, cl- like, I, I, I may have watched that thing maybe about, like, 20 to 50 times. Just looking at it, just to see what, how on earth did he get that type of leverage, and then just spun around, and then he he's sitting down like holding the ball up, and he's trying to tell the ref, "I got it," and the ref's like, "I know you got it," and then the players are like, "Get up, bro!" He's like telling the ref, he, "He tried to get up. It was too late. It only went like two yards." <laughs> He was looking for a beanbag. The ref was like, I can't throw the beanbag out yet. Or I can't throw it out fast enough. <laughs> Get up and go, man. Yep. I wish well, Sue would have housed that ball against the Lions. Yeah. But Donald so Donald couldn't uh Donald couldn't block Ragnow. Cause he was trying to go for it himself. Yeah. Because if he would have known Ragnar was on his right when he got up after, uh, he just, he threw his body at Stafford. (laughs) He just lunged. I'm like, how did he fumble from that? The ball just went flying down the field, and here comes Sue. Sue was already back there, and he like, I'm going. And he tried to pick it up, and it was too late. I was so bad. I felt so bad for him. Because there was no one in sight after that. After that offensive lineman who tackled him. There was no one there. No, that's what I was saying. Sue was like, I was going to show him that 4.8 speed. <laughs> well, you want to get a prediction going for this coming game? Um, I think if we treat this like a playoff game, like they said. They don't score. It'll look exactly. If they, if they want to play the right way. It'll look exactly the way that they want it to, which is uh, what the Cardinals game was. I think they'll put. I don't know. I'm going to go 42 9. 42 9. I'm probably going to say 28 or 28 or 35 to maybe about 10. Uh, they put up ten again. Yeah, I, unless Goff is holding on to the ball too long, too long, and gives up a um, 
like a red zone, uh, not a red zone uh, uh, turnover, but a turnover on a turnover on the other side, easily putting them into the red zone. We don't stop Kittle in the red zone. He might he might get a fade or something like that. I mean, he towers over all of all of our defensive back except John Johnson, who I think is is six one or six two. Kittle's six four. Yeah, but John Johnson's what, six two? Wasn't Talib six two or six one? I think Talib six one. So either or that that could be possibly be the only touchdown, but besides that, um, John Johnson's six foot even. Ooh, yeah. So he towers over all of them, but that'd probably be their only touchdown, unless they want to start being chippy. But they don't look like the chippy type as of right now. Yeah, they don't got it in them. But I know the Seahawks are. Pete wants them. Pete wants them trying to injure everybody. Yeah, well, not injure per se. I mean, we're, he's not the uh, the Saints out here. Yeah, no, nah, he's not Greg Williams, and I don't even know if Greg Williams has been doing that. Oh, uh, yeah, we already said um, who potentially could be defensive rookie of the year is. Uh, oh, Van- rookie of the year? No, no, we went with player. Rookie's gonna be uh, Van Der Esch. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Van Der Esch is probably going to end up winning that. Um, I thought it was going to be Denzel Ward, but he he faded he faded out of existence for a while, and I don't know if he got injured again or not. Bradley Chubb, uh, actually, Bradley Chubb I think has twelve sacks. I know he's coming up on the record. Yeah, who has the record? What the rookie record for uh, most sacks in the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not tell you. Chubb's been doing great this year. He needs two more. So he needs two. Javon Kirst said it as the Tennessee Titan. Oh, yeah. I knew that. (laughs) What year was that, too? 1999, right? Yep. Hey, Austin sets. Eckler's done, huh, for the year? And Philip Lindsay. Ooh. Yeah, Lindsay's done. He uh he messed up a lot of fantasy uh fantasy owners in playoffs. Good. Oh, I didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> no, you did not. Uh, that was terrible. Alright, where you at, Denver? Yeah, what, who are they playing? The Clippers. Uh, you know what? He might get it. Philip Rivers likes to hold on to the ball way too long, and yeah, they're gonna Phillip pay. They're, they're gonna pay attention to uh, to Von Miller a lot more. Well, they should. <laughs> but. At least for the Niners game, this might be another C.J. Anderson show, unless McVay has uh, Goff trying to practice the uh, back shoulder fade again and, like, pile on throws 
in the end zone? Well, I mean, that's going to be – are we treating it like a playoff game or a practice playoff game? We're right? probably treating it like a practice playoff game. Like when you got that drive going because, I mean, as, as much of a conspiracy I can draw it up as, those games – I wouldn't say against the Lions. Like the Lions was a rusty game. I will I will credit that to just golf being rusty and everybody else just dragging on. Cause I mean, when we won that when we won that Kansas City game, it was time to party. I don't care who you are. <laughs> bye week. Bye week. LA's LA's been through a lot for like the past two weeks prior to that game. Mountain's yeah. still on fire. It was time to just unwind and kind of just forget about football for a while. Because uh, prior to that game, I even think some of the players, the majority of the players, even McVay himself, had to evacuate, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think even Goff said he hadn't even been in his bed for like two weeks. So. <laughs> that- you know it's bad when Mexico's so bad that they moved the, the game to on fire Los Angeles. <laughs> Well, like rather than rather than being in Mexico, because uh, somebody just decided to take a lawnmower to the lawn or a lawnmower yeah, to the Shakira field. Had that concert, and her hips didn't lie. <laughs> have all those people tear up that uh, tear up that field. Um, it is just crazy to just go back there and then play that type of game. But honestly. They may have just pulled it for ticket sales. Like I, that was, most of the international games are probably supposed to be cupcakes. But has there ever been like a good like a good game that was like that overseas? It was always cupcakes, right? Like one sided affairs. Yeah, I mean, for a while there, they were sending us, and we were just getting beat up by everyone. Yeah. I mean the uh, the even last year when we beat the Cardinals, that was when we uh, skunked them, right? Mm. They uh. Nope. Nope. No, we shut them out in London. I, I don't know how many yeah. points they had when uh, we went there. But um. my train of thought <laughs> yeah that kind of game you don't get those overseas not like that <laughs> no but if we're not going to pull anybody it, th- this is more than likely going to be a pra- it's going to be a practice like playoff game because like, it like, like I was saying after the Chiefs game and that crazy affair, that was pretty much our Super Bowl. So, especially with the atmosphere of things going back and forth. Because all it took was just a three and out to kill it. And Mahomes could have just took over that game. But because he was behind trying to win or trying to get it all into just like one play with the momentum and everything, he was failing. And yeah. If he would have just sat down, like took a deep breath and just took it like uh, play by play and then like 
eased your way into the end zone. He'd been all right, but that's why I'm afraid for him in the playoffs. I mean, when the lights hit you, I, the young people crack. Yeah, I mean, Goff had a terrible first half last year, and then it wasn't until Sammy Watkins decided to start dropping passes and Higby. But uh, he finally got it together. It just took a while. Yeah, so, I mean, you get the jitters out and you'd be all right. But from the from the Bears game, that was scenario practice. And then the Eagles game was scenario practice, too. I mean, give and take, um, I think you – I think you explained me explained to me this that they they released Farrell Cooper as like some some sort of a fail safe to give JoJo his confidence back just in case um he really dropped that. Like he really dropped that ball trying to cut too much. And I'm like, you're at the thirty three. You would call a fair catch in that situation. Yeah. You know where you're standing, so if you move forward, you're going up in yards. That's well more than yeah. a touchback. You'll take that. That was my theory, is that they're like, all right, dog, you ain't going nowhere. Don't worry about it. Also, we needed to make room for C.J. Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) That too, but. um, Uh, He he rose to the occasion. Like, when it comes to a drive, a last-minute drive, I, I respect when you run out of time. Instead of downs. Instead of downs, like downs, downs makes me a little, a little more. Uh, I wouldn't say upset about it, but like, you know what you have. So if you're playing with the downs, get closer. But if if you're playing with time, and you run out, all right, you got as close as you can. You ran out of time. But if you run out of downs, then you weren't playing your downs smarter. Because like, um, if, if you talk about the Seattle game where we almost overcame five turnovers, right, to win it? Yes. And Cup got that rocket into, <laughs> into the back of the end zone and wasn't expecting it. And I'm like, how are you not expecting a play that was expected to go to you? Because McVay set that up perfectly. Goff looked over to Gurley, tried to throw it over to him, and it wasn't meant for Gurley. He threw it over his head. So the next play... He looked at Gurley, Earl Thomas started running over there, and he flipped over the uh, cup and then just, I, golf got excited. I know he got excited because he was like, Earl Thomas isn't there. And then just, that ball had to have been like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> and Cup was like, oh no, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to catch a back shoulder heater? <laughs> and he Ooh. leaves his, he leaves his feet. And I'm like, well. All the momentum just left the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that, you can't go back to it. What do you? And, and they it. tried to, and then he actually ended up getting tackled by Cam Chancellor before the ball even got there. But they didn't call. Uh, they didn't call pass yeah. interference because it was in the they dirt anyway. So yeah. you put him in that situation twice. So you could put him in the situation with two minutes to go, and he's too comfortable. And you whisper in Bones' ear, tell JoJo to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> so now you snatch, you snatch the comfort from Goff, and you put, uh, you put the pressure on your defense just to hold to three points, or um, another punt, uh, possibly or no, not even three points. Hold to um, yeah, as much time as you can, you can get on that game. clock. 
and a punt. So they get close enough to a long field goal, and it gets missed. So so you go to your quarterback, win it. And then both Gurley and <laughs> Gurley and Everett don't get out of bounds. So it's even worse. And now you got a shot at a back shoulder fade that you've been trying to practice with like two different people all game and you can't get it. So I unless he can get that back shoulder fade right, but there's only one it's like like we said um said before, there's only really one person that can do it. And it's Cup. The the chemistry that he's got with Cup is um is like a Harrison Peyton Manning type connection that they got. So unless he can practice it a bunch of times in practice, he won't he won't necessarily be able to do it at least in game situations with the game on the line and stuff. Because I mean, it probably even scared Reynolds and uh, Everett like. How am I supposed to catch this if I don't know where the ball's coming from? Yeah, that's got to be scary, right? Yeah, you're running your route, and you're like, where's the <laughs> clock? I forgot the clock. When you're trying to put the clock uh, the clock in the back of your mind, and you turn around, the ball's already passing, and then your quarterback looking at you like, what you doing? <laughs> where you at? So the, Niner, the Niners game, even though he says it, they're going to treat it like a playoff game, They've probably been treating every game of the season, every big game that you circle, as a playoff game. So if you if you put the season, um, uh, if you put the season collectively against the Saints, we probably lost the NFC Championship. Against the Eagles, we probably lost the wild card round if we were there. And then against the Bears, we lost the uh, um, divisional round. Divisional. If we were to go there, so to put those to put those all into perspective, everybody else has been playing us to their best ability. So like we were there, um, I've heard it before. We're their Super Bowl. So more than likely against Kyle Shanahan, this is his Super Bowl to prove that he can still play despite the fact that he doesn't have a quarterback, he doesn't have a supporting cast around him besides George Kittle, and that's about it. And uh, his offensive line. I mean, they lost. They lost Jared McKinnon in the preseason, as well as um. Uh, didn't they lose Joe Stanley? Joe Staley or Joe Staley? I don't think so. And and they lost Garoppolo. So like that's a that that's a core. And George Kittle decided to come out and ball and ball out. Uh, without those people, so he's there to stay, and he ain't going nowhere. He might even be the next Zach Ertz, at least to that team. But was he getting passes like that from Garoppolo? Oh yeah, Staley didn't do nothing all year. Hmm. Well, he's out, or he just hasn't been playing. I guess he doesn't have no starts. Is that what this says? Oh wait. No, nah, he's been he's played every game. Okay, so that that's their that's their best person that they got on their team, at least for offensive line. They can build upon that, but um, for us, this is going to be a Super Bowl. Like the you go all out because I mean, if you fall flat on your face, 
Lynch is looking probably already looking at the next coach. Or at least looking at uh, resumes. You gotta be looking at some because they're gonna be looking at the new Lynch in a minute. Oh, of course. <laughs> they might even go out together because th- this is Lynch. Th- th- what is this? Lynch's second year? No, he he was there before Shanahan, right? This gotta be his third year. I yeah, I don't remember. But I I know they were treating him like he he was a rookie at this GM stuff, and I mean I don't know how many ex players or GMs, but. I mean, they praised them for the uh, for the Bears run, or the Bears yeah. pick, and it looked like it worked out for them versus uh, <laughs> versus uh, the Niners. They got their quarterback yeah. in their window and, and crap, and I'm like, really? Well, they went and got a coach who's worth the you know what, and actually drafted. The thing is, is Shanahan and Elway tried to outsmart the system. And all they did was the worst possible thing you can do. Yep. If you get a quarterback like that and you pay him like that, it better be Brady. It better be a guy like Peyton Manning that was the Peyton Manning we know. But you better, you better have be paying Aaron Rodgers. You better ha- you better have your stuff set up already before you decide you want to do that. Because I mean, with the Patriots, um, didn't they still have the window with Brady before they needed to pay him? They won three Super Bowls with Brady on a rookie deal. Yeah. So. They they still they still had the window, and they won three Super Bowls. Brady's first five years and two in his next what fifteen years? However long he's been playing. Yeah. Dang, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> or ten years? I don't know. I, I, how long now Brady's that you put playing. it that way, it, it sounds like the se- hey the second you pay him, it's over. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was constantly fighting Peyton. For highest paid? Yeah. That's crazy. And he got but, he got his I mean, money and I know they had a drought for ten years. For ten years they 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 always won the division, but um they would lose they in the playoffs. They went to a couple Super Bowls against the Giants. Hmm? They even went to a couple Super Bowls against the Giants yep. in that ten year span. They just didn't win. Yep. Hey, dog. It's happening. What? That link I sent you last night about Browns fans saying that Baker Baker touchdown maker is better than Jared Goff. Oh, it's getting worse. It's getting it's getting to where we need it to be. <laughs> oh, I got to check this out. I, it's slowly. I got to check this out. We got an extra page. Cra- see how crazy these people are, but... <laughs> well, we'll do that off air because we're already an hour and a half in, brother. You want to cut it, and we'll be back next week with episode two. Oh, man, it really burned that much time? Yes, sir. Dang, time flies when you're talking about some crazy stuff. Oh, what is what is this? Uh, there's a little bar at the bottom. That's Oh, that little bar that fills up and then makes two bars and goes away? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> it goes up when I'm talking, so I think that oh, this is the cloud loading my vocals. So yeah, we'll uh we'll close this out. So we're I right, Ramily. We'll see you guys next week, and until then, let's beat them Niners, baby. Ramily on three, one two three, one two three, Ram- Ramily.